0: Welcome to the GDPR Stand-Up Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping you succeed with GDPR compliance. Your host is Rocio Baeza. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to episode 20. I'm Rocio Baeza, the host of the GDPR Stand-Up Podcast. And today I have a treat, guys. So the topic for today's uh, podcast is going to be I'm going to be talking about how I am addressing data privacy for my company. And I'm just going to hit the surface today. I'm going to talk about the process, the high-level process that I am following to kick that off so that, um, so, that, so that I can say that, yeah, like I've actually thought about data privacy for my company and I want to share with you that three-step process that I followed. And if you are a new listener, thank you very much for checking us out and welcome This is episode twenty, so you are welcome to listen back and catch up or if you want to just uh, listen from here on out, uh, you are welcome to do as you please. Uh, the podcasts release on a weekly episode, and that typically happens on a sunday and if you 're a recurring Listener, if you're a long-time listener, thanks for continuing to tune in. Uh, If there are any uh, specific topics or questions that you want me to cover in a future episode, uh, you can uh, go to our our website and, and click on a link where you can submit those suggestions in our Google form. You should be able to find a link to that either on the show notes for this episode or if you go to our website at gdprstandup.com, click on podcast, and on the right panel, you should be able to see a button to go ahead and and do that. Okay, so again, uh, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how I went about starting how to address data's privacy for my company. And in order for this to make any sense, I have to talk briefly about my company. I'm going to talk about what I do, who I do it for, and the type of data that uh, I come into contact with. So let's uh, get started with that. So I am the founder of Cybersecurity Base. I started this company back in 2018. And I basically hold, so I provide data consulting services to my clients that need help around data privacy and data security, my areas of specialty are GDPR, CCPA, and PCI. So GDPR is, a, is the general data Regula- uh, So GDPR is, is the acronym that, that we are that is all near and dear to our, our hearts. CCPA stands for the California Consumer Privacy Act which goes into effect uh, January of 2020. And PCI is, it stands for Payment Cards Industry. And the PCI DSS is the standard that an organization is expected to follow if they are working with cardholder information. So I work with clients that need help in any of those three areas. I also help organizations with other, uh, data security or data privacy challenges, but I would say that that the core of the services that I provide are around GDPR, CCPA, and PCI. My company is U.S. based, and when it comes to the data that my company holds, I would break this down into two buckets. So I do hold, or my company does hold, uh, PII, and my company does hold company information. So. Again, my clients are those are organizations. I work with organizations. And so I have very limited PII that I hold. Uh, the extent of the PII that I hold are people's email addresses and maybe a uh, telephone number. So primarily, uh, the way that I communicate with my clients is through email. Now, every now and then we do get on the phone. So there may be a situation where I have um, a client's uh, uh, phone number. When it comes to company information, I actually my company holds more company information than it it does uh, individual uh, PII, personally identifiable information. When I'm talking about company information, I'm talking about any type of non-public information that my client may share with me. So uh, the very common forms of documentation that I usually come into contact with that I review or revise are things like company policies, training documentation data security findings data security recommendations any type of management responses to the findings and and any type of progress report on the remediation of those security findings i typically have more information about a company than i have pii and um i i would say that at this point being a u.s based consulting practice, Um, there are very, I would say, uh, ambiguous expectations for addressing data privacy. So there's no or I would say that there is no uh, law or regulation that is demanding that my company address data privacy. Uh, But because of the work that I do and because the sensitivity of that work um, my clients actually expect a high level of confidentiality when i'm working with any type of information that they provide to me whether that be over the phone over email or over a document and and so i would say as i'm thinking of how i address data privacy for cybersecurity based that is mainly being driven by my client expectations. Uh, it's important to me that I maintain a good working relationship with my, my clients, that they feel that they can trust the information that I am providing, the recommendations that I'm making, and that I am going to guard the information that I am uh, receiving or coming into contact with as we are working together, so my primary driver for data pri- privacy comes with uh, uh, client expectations. Um, it's also important, I think, to cover to, co- to cover law. So. Uh, whether it be you think of this is a good thing or a bad thing, uh, there are specific laws and regulations that may require for any organization to think about data security or data pri- privacy. So I am based in the U.S. Uh, my company is based in Chicago, and uh, that's in, in, in the state of I- Illinois. There There is no, to my knowledge, there is no specific data Privacy or data security law or regulation, um, either at the US level or at the state level that applies to cybersecurity base, um, the way that data privacy is broken out or is addressed um, in the US, it's very much broken down by industry, by sector. So, as an example, if you think of the healthcare space, there is HIPAA. If you think of the financial services space, there's GLBA. Uh, But when it comes to a company that provides data security consulting, there is no HIPAA or there is no GLBA equivalent. Um, so, So when it comes to law, I'm not aware of there being a specific U.S. law or even state law that cybersecurity base has to comply with when it comes to data security or data privacy. When it comes to the industry that I'm in, so my company does provide tra- training services and that is that can be paid either through like a bank ACH deposit or that can be paid through a credit card. So um, because I do handle credit card information, I am expected to comply with PCI. PCI stands for Payment Card it. Industry, so even though there may not be a U.S. or state of Illinois law that I have to comply comply with when it comes to data security, um, the industry standard for protecting cardholder information is PCI. So as I'm thinking of data privacy and data security for my company, PCI is definitely some, some something that is top of mind. When it comes to international law. I do work with clients all around the world, but for, in the last year, they have been located either in the U.S. or Europe, so um, GDPR is something that is top of mind for cybersecurity base. I do work with clients that are based in Europe, and GDPR is something that is important to cybersecurity base. So to kind of tie a bow to that thought there, when I'm thinking about data privacy and data security for my company, that is really being driven by expectations from my clients, that is being driven by PCI because I want to be able to protect any cardholder information that I hold, but also uh, uh, I want to think about GDPR because I do work with individuals that are located in Europe. Okay, so hope, hopefully that gives you a better idea of my company and, and how I think about, all right, what are the drivers for data security for me? Um, it's pretty much driven by client expectations, and, and it is dri- dri- driven by PCI because I am processing cardholder information. Okay, so now let's switch gears a a little bit and let's talk about the three-step process that I am following, that I followed as I am thinking of how to address data data privacy for cybersecurity base. So step number one is I created a data flow diagram. A data flow diagram, it's a visual representation that shows what's the path of the data that I hold. In other words, what is the source of the data? Okay, where is that data coming from? What systems are processing that data? So um, what are the IT systems that either have a copy of the, 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 the data or uh, process that information? And what kind of data is being collected? By mapping this out, I, I can set boundaries around, all right, what's the data that I hold? Where is it coming from and what kind of data is, is that? And what that does is that makes it very concrete with what is the type of data that I need to be able to protect, right? Step number two is creating a data inventory. A data inventory is basically a record. Uh, and I have this uh, formatted as a table where for all the data that I come into contact with, contact with, whether it be contact information such as an email address or telephone number, or maybe company documents like policy documents, uh, reports, etc., I create an entry for each of those data points in the data inventory. Um, and, and and I'm basically creating an exhaustive list of, this is all the data points that I hold that cybersecurity base holds when working with other clients. And this is useful because um, it helps me visually, um, it, it helps me visually see what is the breadth of all the data that I hold. And it's very specific as to what I'm collecting. Am I collecting email addresses? Am I collecting IP addresses? Am I collecting uh, bank account information? All that information is organized in a table. And the beauty of organizing this in a table is I can then... Uh, map it out to the different laws or regulations or standards that I'm looking to comply with. So I mentioned that PCI applies to me. I mentioned that GDPR uh, applies to me. So in this data inventory, I do notate, all right, um, for all the data points that I hold, is this governed by GDPR? Is this governed by PCI? And the third step that I took here is I shared this information with my attorney, Amy. So when I think of data security and data pri- privacy, uh, I think of laws and regulations and industry expectations. I am not an attorney, so I need to lean on my attorney so that she can uh, help me validate my understanding that there is no state law or federal law that I have to comply comply with as it relates to data privacy or data security for the type of company that cybersecurity base is so by reaching out to a professional like Amy she can help me make sure that I am covering all my bases and, and that my data privacy program for cybersecurity base is, is up to snuff and it addresses any laws and regulations that apply to cybersecurity base. Now, I do know that I have a gap. Uh, I do not have a privacy policy published on my website. I know that that's a gap because that's an industry standard. That is a document that... Uh, that shares information to anyone that is looking to work with me, what kind of data I hold, and the measures that I do to protect that information, but also the business purposes behind all that information that I process or that I hold. And that's something that I didn't make a priority for 2018, but uh, I am making a priority for 2019, and and for sure, Amy is going to be my go-to person so that she can help, so that she can tell me if the privacy policy says all the right things. Or not all the the, the right things, but everything that the policy says um, is what is expected for the type of company that I am, that cybersecurity-based is. And that that basically shares to the world, hey, this is the data that I hold, this is how I manage it, and this is how I'm using it internally. um, So... Doing a recap of that three-point process is, um, as I'm thinking of ensuring that my data privacy is up to snuff for cybersecurity base. first, the first step was I created a data flow diagram so that I can visually see uh, how the data that I hold is traveling. So where's the data coming from? What systems is that being stored in? And, and, and so forth. Step number two was creating a data inventory where I basically created a a table and made a list of all the data points that my company holds. And I I then classified that as, okay, is this data point governed by GDPR? Is this data point governed by PCI? And then step number three was sharing that information with my attorney so that she can uh, point out any gaps or any things that I may or any things that I may need to be considering to make sure that I am complying from a law and regulation standpoint. And let me tie this back with why I think this was useful to cover in today's episode. So the goal of this podcast is to help you succeed with GDPR compliance. GDPR is just one data privacy law. Uh, there are uh, others that I have worked with in in the past think p c i well that's more data security think HIPAA think FERPA think copa and when I was first starting out, I realized how uh this all made uh it, this all didn't make much sense to me. It felt like a very ambiguous bar that I needed to somehow help uh my organizations meet and it was very difficult for me to find resources that can break this down into layman terms. And I think that the way that we can address that, or at least for me, is just by talking about it in a very candid way. So by me sharing, okay, what's the process that I went through as I'm thinking about data privacy for cybersecurity base, hopefully that shows to you that hey, like this is a business problem. And the same way that we're expected to solve any other business problem, by talking about it, by asking questions, by asking for help, this is how we are able to address the problems. This is how we can then see what are the options available for us to address the problems and ultimately tackle it by making this process more accessible, by making this information more accessible and presented it hopefully in a way that is easy to understand. I think that any professional like yourself can feel confident in your ability to help your organization with data privacy and data security. Uh, GDPR, I see that as being that new bar that has been set in the industry. Uh, The U.S., we're already starting to see lots of bills being introduced that are looking to mirror some of the components of GDPR. Um, So I think that this is something that that we're going to have to continue to talk about so that as organizations are looking to um, get things in order with GDPR, they, they can, um, see it as just another business problem that they need to, to solve. And, 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 and that they can feel confident in their ability to address it and address it in a a way where it makes sense for their organization. And just, just to kind of tie a, a bow here, um, it, it was important for me to be able to tackle data privacy for cybersecurity base. I want to be able to not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. So by implementing the things that I am recommending my clients to implement at their organizations, I have a better understanding what the challenges that come with that. And and I want to be able to say, hey, all the things that I'm recommending that you guys do, these are things that I've had to implement myself. Uh, I realize that it's difficult. It's challenging. But, um, but, but the same way that you are trying to, f- to figure out, all right, just given the resources that, that we have, how can we address this? I am having those very same dis- discussions with myself. Okay, so that basically wraps it up for today's episode, guys. Um, I do have a call to action. Um, So if you need help with data security or data privacy at your company, um, just know that I'm taking new clients. I help organizations with data security and data privacy. I specialize in GDPR, CCPA, and PCI. And if this is a pain point for you, if this is a pain point for your organization, and you can benefit from outside help, Um, Get a hold of me. Let's talk about what you're struggling with right now. And let's see if there's any way that I can be a resource for you. And if you want to take me up on that offer, there are two ways that you can do so. One, you can email me. You can email me at rocio at cybersecuritybase.com. Or you can go to my website, cybersecuritybase.com, go to where it says consulting services. And if you scroll at the bottom, you should be able to see a link where you can book a call directly with with me and so that we can talk about it. All right. Well, that is it for our time today. Thank you very much for tuning in, for checking us out. And I will see you next week. All right, guys. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the GDPR Stand-Up Podcast. If you need additional help, please check us out at gdprstandup.com. Until next time.